Welcome to OR Insights, a podcast from Baxter's Advanced Surgery that explores important questions in surgery today. I am your host, Amanda Shamper. And in each episode, we go into the operating room with a leading surgeon for a conversation about their practice and experience in making critical clinical decisions in real time. Post-surgical adhesions can result in significant morbidity, including pain, secondary infertility, and small bowel obstruction, negatively impacting patients and the entire healthcare system. In some cases, small bowel obstruction may lead to mortality if left untreated. In this OR Insights vlog podcast episode, I am joined by Dr. Michael Stein, Jr., a board-certified obstetrician-gynecologist. He was born and raised in Miami, Florida, and received his medical degree from Nova Southeastern University in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. He completed his residency at the University of Miami, Florida, where he served as chief resident. Dr. Stein has had a private practice in the Tampa Bay area since 2015. The name of his current practice is Advanced Gynecology of Tampa Bay. Today, we will discuss his approach to gynecological surgery, as well as his experience with adhesions and adhesion reduction and the associated impact on his practice, patients, and the healthcare system. Welcome, Dr. Stein. Thank you very much for having me, Amanda. I really appreciate it. Can you discuss your overall practice and the types of surgical procedures that you perform? Sure. Even though I'm a board-certified OBGYN, I made the decision a couple of years ago to really focus on gynecology. And so my current practice is GYN only. And I specialize in the surgeries that others really don't necessarily want to do. So very large uterine fibroids, endometriosis cases, adnexal masses or ovarian masses. We do normal gynecology things as as well. Me and my nurse practitioner will see women for their annual exam, but I've really focused on being able to offer women the alternatives and surgical side of GYN that maybe they're not being offered with their current OBGYN who mainly focuses on OB. And how many number of patients do you see either monthly or yearly? Oh, between the two of us GYN patients, we see between 100 and 150 patients probably a week. Oh, my goodness. Very busy practice. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Can you tell us about your experience with adhesions and the complications of adhesions in your practice? Yeah, so my experience with adhesions or adhesion prevention, I'd, I like to try to describe it as started way back when I was in residency. So the residency that I went to really focused not only on the obstetrical side, but on the GYN side during surgery on really honing in on good surgical technique minimizing blood loss, minimizing spread of heat that can cause adhesions. We back then, back then, it was only about 10 years ago, but I'm dating myself now. We would make sure that we focused on doing all of that. And it was really ingrained into us. I was even part of a C-section adhesion prevention study back when I was in residency. So it's always been near and dear to my heart. 
And that kind of continued with me throughout the years and doing minimally invasive surgery. So I made sure that I didn't do any unnecessary tissue damage because that is a real huge cause of adhesions. Okay. And when you reoperate on patients, when you go back in, what, what severity of adhesions are you seeing typically? It can range from simple adhesions that are what we call thin filmy adhesions, where there's just barely an attachment to either the anterior abdominal wall or the uterus or whatever organ it is, to major adhesions, bowel adhesions, to the organs that I'm trying to operate on. It, it ranges in my practice, again, from really easy to incredibly hard. And when you see these patients, what types of complications do they typically present with? It, it ranges from minimal discomfort all the way to severe pelvic pain, life-altering. I see a fairly large patient population who has difficulty getting pregnant. Adhesions are a significant contributor to infertility causing scarring of the tubes, patients with pain during intercourse, pain with exercise. And so it really can affect a woman's life. Obviously, adhesions are not gender specific, but in my practice, obviously, I'm only seeing women. But it ranges from mild pain to bowel obstructions to infertility. And when these patients present with these, these types of symptoms, do you recommend any type of laboratory or imaging studies? So I don't, there's really not that I'm aware of right now, although I'm sure there are plenty of studies out there on laboratory testing for adhesions, imaging studies, you can get CT scans and MRIs, which may obviously show a bowel obstruction or a transition point in a partial bowel obstruction. You can get a hysterosalpingogram, which is a special test to see whether a tube is patent or not, whether it's open, especially in an infertility patient. And you have to put, you have to do a little bit of investigation. You have to put the puzzle pieces together. When a patient with previous pelvic or abdominal surgery who was able to get pregnant before in the infertility patient, she has a major surgery and then all of a sudden she can't and everything else in her life is the same as it was previously outside of that surgery, then you really have a higher suspicion that one of those, that an adhesion can cause that type of issue. Interesting. Can you discuss your approach to the prevention of adhesions in your practice? Yeah. So as I was saying previously, I really focus on minimally invasive surgery. I counsel my patients. Some patients will come to me and they've never heard of robotic surgery and they've only ever heard of open surgery and they don't really understand the difference between the two. So I focus a lot in my practice before I ever step foot in the hospital or in the OR on educating patients on why it's so important, why my dedication to minimally invasive surgery and good surgical technique will benefit them in the future. And then when I'm in the OR, I obviously practice as good a surgical technique as I was trained to do, keeping blood loss down, again, trying to stay away from thermal spread when it comes to using cautery. And then on top of that, I use product called ADEPT, which is an anti-adhesive solution that I leave in a patient's abdomen to try to prevent adhesions despite all of that other stuff that I just described. Okay. And how do you manage patients who may present with adhesions from previous surgeries? Again, it starts with a counseling session because 
the downside to an adhesion is another adhesion, unfortunately. And with the counseling session of patients, with figuring out what previous surgery they had, with finding out and determining what level of their life is being affected, I offer them things that are non-surgical based, pain management, NSAIDs, things like that. Obviously, that mm -hmm. is not going to change the adhesion. In a patient who has very mild or minimum symptoms from potential adhesions, Going in surgically again, you can never promise them that they won't form more adhesions or worse adhesions despite all of our tricks of the trade. So I have that counseling session with them. And, you know, if it's affecting their life, obviously, on a moderate to severe range, then that counseling session gets a little bit more in-depth on potential surgical management to include even calling my colleagues in general surgery, colorectal surgery, depending on where I suspect the adhesions may be. Can you discuss the impact of adhesions on the healthcare system? So it's huge. One of the, in a woman, probably the surgery that puts them at highest risk is the surgery that's performed the most on a daily basis, which is a C-section. And I think that it starts with education on adhesion prevention, not just to the patient, but to the physicians and the patients as a whole. I've been involved in, a, in cases where the physician wasn't educated on certain techniques and certain products that are out there to help uh, with that. Again, I think with the increase in minimally invasive surgery, this is hugely going to help. I haven't figured out how to do a laparoscopic C-section yet, but I'm still trying to figure it out, all joking aside. But I think it really starts with education of both the patient and with the physician. Have you found when you are performing gynecologic surgery that there is an increase in OR time if you do? come across adhesions from previous surgery? Oh, significantly. It, it can add, adhesions can add as little as, again, thin, sm small adhesions, five to 10 minutes. And I've also spent an extra two to three hours lysing adhesions, trying to even be able to visualize the uterus or the ovary that I'm trying to operate on. And that is that's huge. Increased OR time is not only it affects the patient on a health perspective, the longer you're in OR, the more potential complications, the harder it is to recover from, the more adhesions that I have to take down, the more post-operative pain that you're going to have, but also on the healthcare system as a whole, the cost of being in the OR to the patient, to the insurance company, to the hospital, it is, it's huge. And they can then have post-op complications, unfortunately, from those adhesions that you just spent so much time. Readmission rates are at a higher risk. Resurgical rates from injuries that you may not have noticed while you were taking down the adhesions or things like that. So it has a huge impact across not only operative, but also post-operative to all the walks of life, to all, to the patient, to the physician, to the hospital, to the healthcare system financially as a whole, it impacts all ranges. I know that you had already discussed that you had extensive training in your residency program, but was there a specific or particular situation or perhaps scientific data that made you want to continue the adhesion prevention in your practice or the importance of adhesion prevention? 
I don't know that there was any specific scientific data outside of what we know, you know, that the more surgeries you have, the rougher the surgery. What I mean by that, open surgeries or increased risk of adhesions over laparoscopic surgeries. I think it truly, something was triggered inside of me seeing patients come back for repeat surgical procedures, whether that was C-sections, whether they had a previous gynecologic surgery, and then they were coming back for another gynecologic surgery and seeing the time and the frustration of the patient leading into that surgery, the complaints that they have, and then the increased time and frustration of the OR and the surgeon themselves, it really hit home in that I don't want to have to be able to do that if I can make a difference. When you have the consult with your patients that discusses adhesion prevention, do you um, add something to the consent form prior to surgery? Is that a verbal discussion? It's a, a, it's a verbal discussion. I've never had a patient where I have the discussion of adhesion prevention where they look at me and say, wait, stop what you're doing. I want to form adhesions. Um, it's really, th there is a strong relationship between a patient and their surgeon. There's a trust there. And my patients trust that if I'm doing something extra or if I'm doing something minimally invasive, they know that it's for their own good and for their benefit in the future. And again, I've never, all joking aside, I've never had a patient tell me like, no, I don't want that to be done when I've explained the benefits of it. Um, thank you again, Dr. Stein, for answering the questions related to adhesion prevention and gynecologic surgery. And for those of you watching and or listening, if you would like more information on Baxter's advanced surgery products, please visit the website advancedsurgery.baxter.com or contact your local sales professional. Thank you very much again, Amanda. Thank you.